You are listening to the West Kentucky Sports Network podcast series with your host, Tom Ward. Welcome to the West Kentucky Sports Network podcast series. I'm your host, Tom Ward. I have a very special guest with me today. I have Travis Perry, who we finally was able to catch up to and get the interview recorded. I cannot wait to share this podcast with you. For those who don't know Travis Perry, Travis is a really good kid. He is super, super talented, but his work ethic and his ability to be a team player is impeccable these days. I truly enjoy watching Travis play basketball. I mean, he he has all the talent that anybody could ever want. But the thing that I'm going to tell you is he's worked for it. He's worked for every accolade, everything that he has gotten, he works for. That's something that you don't see every player out there do. But as I said, he works at it. He has a good family that supports him and pushes him and makes sure that he does good uh, on and off the court. Speaking of off the court, this is a kid who does excellent in school. He excels at everything he does. He has Division I basketball schools looking at him every week. We have coaches coming in and out of Eddyville down here to watch him play. He's being seen. He's visited several colleges. We talked to him a little bit about that today. But the thing that we're going to mainly focus on is we're going to talk about his team, some of the games that they played this past week uh, over the holidays, and some of the games that are coming up, including a big game this weekend against North Laurel where he and Reed Shepard will be on the floor at the same time. This is going to be a game that if you have any way to watch it, watch it. If you can't watch it, listen to it, because this is going to be a great game featuring some really good players and not just the top billing uh, for Travis Perry and for Reed Shepard. They're on very talented teams. Lyon County, of course, has got uh, in their starting five, you've got uh, Brady Shoulders, Jack Reddick, and these guys have grown up together. They make each other better. They complement each other. They're, they're fun to watch. It's an amazing team to go down here to Jason White Gymnasium and take in a game and see these guys. And then they have some younger players that play with them. Uh, you have um, Bray Kirk and Lucas Breedlove that just complement these guys. They get out there. They play their hearts out. And others. I mean, there are so many many pieces to this Lyon County Lions team that when they have lost major pieces, uh, like last year, they lost uh, Gunnar Bingham and, and, and Jackson Shoulders and Nick Whalen and several others who graduated and now have gone on to other things. But these younger kids have stepped up, as we talk about in this, maybe not filled the holes they have they're playing a role they're doing a great job with it and that goes back to great coaching and a great program that has been built right and we're going to talk about all these things in this podcast and i hope that you enjoy this as much as i enjoyed the interview uh, with travis again travis is a great kid so without any further ado travis perry and i am joined here today with 
Travis Perry, Lyon County Jr., scorer extraordinaire. Travis, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. And uh, been trying to catch up with you here for a few days and uh, just talk to you about everything that's been going on down in Lions country and what you guys have been up to and more especially what Travis has been up to. So this past week, you guys were in Lexington and y'all was playing in a holiday tournament. Uh, you had three wins, a couple of really big wins. You got a little retribution. Let's talk about those. Uh, let's talk about that first game up there against Holy Cross. Yes, sir. You know, it was obviously um, obviously a big, big week for us going up there. Lyon County doesn't get to go up to those type of events every year, and we were really um, leaving to go up there, we were excited for that opportunity. You know, we knew we were going to have a big crowd up there playing right after um, North Laurel, uh, their their first game, and then right before the Bracken County Mason County game, which is a huge rivalry. And uh, it was it was all that we expected. You know, we had a, a great crowd there, no seat left open, um, and, we, and we played well. We came out. We we're playing against the state's leading scorer um, for points per game this year, and Jacob Meyer, who's who's a really good player. And we, and we came out and played well. We played fast, played our game, and uh, just had a lot of fun. And that, that's what it was about. We had, a, we had a lot of fun, got a lot of guys involved, um, and just had a, had a good first showing up there. Well, the next night, you guys, uh, you guys became uh, giant killers. <laughs> you took on a Louisville Ballard, um, top five team in the state, and you guys put a whooping on them. Tell the folks about that game. Yes, sir. I mean that's one of those uh, one of those big games that you you only get probably once in your life. Um, we might never, I might never, Lyon County might never play Louisville Ballard again. Um, and that's one that's that's kind of been a theme for us this year. We've we've got a lot of times where Dad's in the locker room before the game and he tells us, you know, um, you might never have this game back, and that kind of kind of hits home. Um, there's there's a lot of basketball to be played, but you you'll never have that certain situation back. And that's kind of what we took into it. We played hard. We got down seven. Um, late, late in the third, early in the fourth, and then went on a seven zero run. Just kind of clawed it out, um, clawed it out, stretched it out there at the end. Hit a couple free throws, had a couple big plays from Lucas and Bray down the stretch. Uh, but really, just just played as a team and played played another good game. Scored eighty six points that game after ninety five the night before. So we're we're scoring the ball well, getting a lot of shots up, and just playing fun basketball. And that's that's what the people like to see. Well. And the thing with uh, with Ballard is, I mean, you know, uh, it, it really really showed what you guys were made of. Of course, uh, in the uh, in the polls this week, y'all jumped uh, higher than anybody else did. I mean, uh, y'all came from out of the teens up into the uh, um, into the top ten, and. The next night after playing Ballard, and of course, I, you know, I listened to the uh, radio broadcast that night, and of course, want to give a shout out to my old buddy uh, Aaron Clayton, who just does a magnificent job. You guys were exhausted against Lexington Catholic, and um, talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those games, obviously, we're a little bit tired, third game in three days, but um, we, we, we try not to make excuses, and we don't, we don't really tolerate them. I mean, that was, it was three games in three days, but they'd played the same as us, and um, I went back and watched the film recently, and, like, seeing the score, it doesn't really tell the whole story. We were right there. I hit a, hit a three. We were up 21-19 there in the, um, early in the second quarter. And uh, then we missed a shot. I think I missed a three or Jack missed a three. Somebody missed a three on the next play. And it just kind of swung the momentum. They went on a 14-0 run there to end the half um, and just kind of stretched it out a little bit there. 
but they played a good game. We, we, we were slow. We were sluggish a little bit. Didn't shoot it great. Just didn't have a great game, and they played a good game, and that's, that's uh, not really much you can do about that. I mean, we were, we were a little bit slow at some times um, and didn't play our best game, didn't give our best effort, and that, that's not, not normal for us, but uh, we, we learned from it, um, and we, we just tried to, tried to move past them. I mean, they're obviously a great team. They went up there. They won the whole tournament, ran through it, ranked first and second or third at worst in the polls this week. Um, so they're obviously a great team, got a good inside paint presence, and then they have, they're deep. That's something we noticed. We were, they were uh, going to a whole new group often and just kind of bringing in new guys on me, Jack and Brady, and just trapping us there. And uh, that's, that's kind of where we, we kind of ran out of legs a little bit there, but, but we're getting better about that. I hear you. Now, I'll tell you what, uh, as tired as you guys were on Thursday night, quite possibly the game of the year came on Friday night. And uh, I'm going to tell you what, I'm not even going to say anything about it. I'm just going to let you talk about that game right there. How big was that? Yeah, that, that was huge for us. You know, um, we, we tried to take the bright side out of it. You know, we, we lost to Lexington Catholic, but that put us in the position to either play um, North Oldham or Mason County, two teams that had beat us earlier in the season, giving us two of our four losses. And we were really excited about that game going into, you know, it's fourth game in four days. We had the chance to just kind of roll over, just lose that game, try to just, just make a good showing. But we didn't. We decided uh, that we really wanted to win it. And, I mean, I know myself personally, I wanted to win that one bad. It left a sour taste in my mouth losing to them up there. You know, they're a great team. Um, and I think we played ten times, or it would be pretty close to a split. But but I felt like on that night we were we were kind of clicking a little bit. We were, we were playing decent and uh, that we needed to pull out a win there to go 3-1 and one instead of 2-2 two and two and make a good showing. And uh, I felt like kind of just my energy started it, and then Brady kind of picked it up there at the end of the first half. And then by the second half, we were all clicking. Jack started clicking. We are getting some big steals, playing hard. And then that deep three by Jack to send us to overtime kind of, kind of was a turning point. I mean, really, after that, it was momentum was in our favor most of the time. Had big plays down the stretch um, and just, just, just finished it out, gutted it out like a like an experienced team would, honestly, but we're, we're not what you would call an experienced team starting two freshmen and three juniors. But, but I feel like we're growing, getting a lot of experience. And that game really uh, really excited me. I told, I told Bray after the game that's probably one of the most excited I've been after a win after that in Ballard um, in a long time just because, just because of how – just like going up there, being on that stage and playing, playing in front of a lot of, a lot of, uh, lot of fans, a lot of people that never get to see us play – and just kind of showing that we play hard at all times, and that was that was the main thing for us, playing hard and having fun. Well, in, and in the uh, second overtime in that game, I mean, uh, Lyon County is, um, I mean, it may be a small school, but there are players who step up at times when maybe somebody else is just a little bit down. And I, I want to talk about Lucas Breedlove here for just a minute. In that second overtime, where did that kid come from? I mean, he just was – he was everywhere and really helped propel the Lions in that second overtime. Of course, crucial free throws by you down the stretch also made that happen. So uh, talk a little bit about that second overtime. Yeah, you know, Lucas stepped up in a, in a big way. In both the Ballard game and in this game, you know, the Ballard game – I remember the one play that I remember we were up by five, and I had the ball up top on the wing, and uh, they had been sending doubles at us in our weave. 
and I was dribbling it over towards Jack on the weave, and I stopped and looked over, and Lucas backdoor cut behind his dude, caught it, shot a layup, got an and one, hit the free throw to put us up eight with like two minutes to go, and that was that was what I felt was the play that ended the game. And then against Mason County, he played huge down the stretch. Um, just sitting on the block, being reading the game. Um, I think I got in the lane. Two, he had six straight points, I know, to end the game and then go into overtime. Um, just where he was on the block in the right spot, caught the ball, put the ball in the basket, and did what he was supposed to do. And that, that was huge. You know, Jack stepped up at the end of the game, hit the deep three. Um, and, and Bray had some big defensive plays, defensive rebounds down the stretch. And then Lucas was, was huge down through there. And it's really, like you said, we had some guys step up. But it was really just a huge team effort down, down the stretch. And that's what it takes to win against those uh, top ten teams, against teams that have, have people that can really play. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to ask you, have you gone back and listened to the radio broadcast of uh, the Mason County game? We listened to part of it on the way back from Lexington. Um, in our, we, whenever we were driving back in the Suburban, we listened to part of it uh, as, as a team, like as a group with, with Dad and me and Jack and Brady. But we, didn't, we heard most of, the, most of the good parts. We heard, we heard Aaron getting pretty hyped. <laughs> i tell you what. Uh, I actually I talked to Aaron last night. I used uh, uh, part of his broadcast there in, in the podcast. The thing I said to him last night was, you got a little excited, you know. And he said, I'm going to tell you, he said, in all of the games that he had ever called and ever covered, that was probably the best game ever. And yes, it was. I mean, it was exciting. You know, uh, you buy a whole seat, but you only needed the edge, you know. Um, or you needed it to set a cold drink down on or something because I'm sure the folks were on their feet the whole night. That's right. Yeah, it was just a, just one of those games, you know, both teams were probably tired fourth game of the day. I know we were a little bit tired, a little bit banged up, or fourth game in four days. But uh, it just had a, just had kind of a, a playoff feel about it. We both wanted to win it really bad. And we just played hard, and that's what people like to see. People like to see guys going out there and playing hard and having fun. I mean, we were, we were having fun out there playing, getting into the game. And it obviously carried over into the fans and into, into Aaron, the broadcasters, and everybody in the gym. Oh, absolutely. Now, let's talk about the Lions this year. You know, um, uh, of course, the teams have, you know, the team has changed the last couple of years. Of course, uh, this past year you graduated your big man down low uh, with, uh, with Jackson Shoulders. And this year – We've seen, like I said, we've seen people step up. Lucas Breedlove, uh, Bray Kirk. We've seen, of course, uh, uh, Jack and and Brady have really stepped up this year and filled that hole. So let's talk about this this edition of the Lions. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's definitely a, a void that we're that we've been missing with Jackson, with Nick, with all those guys, Gunner. Luke Gilbert, all those guys that we lost, it's, it's a huge void you have to fill. And um, I don't think we, we necessarily filled it. We just kind of adapted to, to um, be the best versions of ourselves with what, what we have. And we have some great players. You know, Jack and Brady got a lot better, grew their games a lot, um, both averaging right under 20 a game. That's huge for, for us, for them to go out there and score the ball like that. And then Bray and Lucas in those starting spots are coming along well. Uh, Lucas – you know, like we've been talking about, made some huge plays late in the game. And that's not plays that a freshman normally is making. Um, and Bray has made a lot of big plays. I think he's, he's rebounding the ball really well right now. And that, that's something big for us. You know, Jackson was averaging 12 to 13 boards a game. And Brady's getting, getting 11, but we don't have a Nick down there. It's, I think I'm second at like, 
I don't know, I'm, I can get like six a game or something like that. And Bray's coming up there, and he's been putting up big numbers lately, and that's what we need for him is to crash the boards and, and just, just be that guy that, that does what it takes to win. And, and we've got a lot of those guys that are coming in those roles and just filling some huge spots for us, and that's, that's honestly what it's about. We're not trying to just fill in because uh, you're not going to make another Jackson Shoulders to put down there on the block. Um, it, it's, it's impossible no matter what way you look at it. So we're um, we're just adapting and uh, and playing the game we can, worrying about our worrying about ourselves and getting better. And um, like I keep saying, just going out and playing hard. A lot of stuff goes away. A lot of stuff fixes itself when you play hard and you have some fun playing the game. Oh, absolutely. And uh, of course, I mean, one of the one of the folks that you guys were looking forward to uh, having this year, and he'll be along uh, about I think about the time of districts is um, is Braden Nelson. Um, you know, just ruled ineligible by KHSAA. We're not going to get into that here because uh, it does no good for us to, you know, to harp on it. But um, how how do you guys look that the dynamic will change when uh, Braden does become eligible? Uh, you know, honestly, we're, we're not sure that right now. I feel like we played really well in the summer with him. You know, he spaces the floor for us well. Another guy that can shoot the ball, put it on the floor. Um, just like just like Jack Brady and I do, um, he's basically that same mold. So it, it'll help us a lot, just spacing the floor and um, just having a lot of experience. You know, he's he's a senior. He's played played basketball on on all levels for for all of his life. So that's one of those things we're looking forward to. And right now, you know, he's he's taking the opportunity to to help as like a coach, like player coach. He's over there with our coaches, thinking of the game plan and really just mentoring the young players. I mean. Bray Kirk is a is a great example of it. He's mentoring Bray. He stays in his hotel room with him. Um, at the whenever we stay at the hotels, he gets assigned with him just to kind of be that guy that's that's picking him up and also uh, always on and making sure he's doing the right things. And then uh, on the basketball court, you know, he's helping him in many ways, helping him read the game better, helping him get the feel for playing the game at the varsity level because it, it's it, it's a different type of basketball that we're playing. And um, but yeah, he's he's obviously a, a great player. And whenever we get him back, it'll really really open the floor up for us and make us uh, make us even harder to beat. Well, and, you know, you mentioned uh, Bray Kirk, and we've talked about him briefly here. That was a kid that you could see his potential as he come up through the middle school ranks. And, I mean, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade, <coughs> the kid's really good. And this year he's just – it's just like he's turned it up a notch. Um, any thoughts as to what uh, what maybe clicked? Is it, you know, just being a part of that team dynamic there at, at, at Eddyville? Or is it uh, or is it something else? Is it just, you know, he's seen something and he's improved on it? Uh, you know, really just, just wanting to win. I mean, that's what we're – that's what we're about. I mean uh, – you know, not not worried about who's getting the points. Not worried about who's getting the glory for the game. And you know, Bray is Bray's been playing middle school and everything, scoring twenty five, thirty a game. And then uh, you come down to the high school, and it's it's there's different guys doing that. It's not going to be you that we need to get twenty five and thirty a game every game. And uh, I think he's done a great job embracing that, uh, knowing that right now his role is being the guy to get the rebound, uh, make open shots, be in the right spot on offense for for a dump down or just attack the basket when needed and just be that guy that uh, helps in the role player role. And that's, that's something that's not easy to do. And he, he's, he's fully embraced it and uh, put winning above himself. And that's, that's why he's such a great player right now. You know, two years down the line, it's going to be, it's going to be Bray's, uh, Bray's show. He's going to be out there. He's going to be that guy 
that has to go out and get 30 or go out and get 25 or whatever it may be. But, um, yeah, I love the way that he's just embraced that role right now and it's putting winning above it because, you know, he could easily go out there and try and get his 25 or 30 a night, and that would make make it a lot harder for us to be a full-team dynamic. But uh, he's embraced it, and we're playing well with the way he's playing right now, so I'm really happy about it. And, you know, yeah, him being a freshman, you know, of course, is, uh, you know, one of the younger players on the team. Uh, you know, of course, you've got um, Collins and you've got other kids that are they're literally they're coming in and they're filling in these spots. But one thing that I have noticed with Lyon County is this is a team that is not going to go away for a while. Um and this is something that I give, uh, you know, props to your dad and to the rest of the coaches at Lyon County, is that they're building from below. You know, the middle school program is good. Of course, you know, hats off to uh, Brandon's shoulders on that. Brandon does a bang-up job with them. But earlier this year, and I'm going to ask you about this and let you talk about it a little bit. Earlier this year, you guys that are on the varsity team – Y'all did something that was a little different that I've never seen anybody do, and you guys put on the coach's hat. Talk about the Little League program at Lyon County this fall. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, we obviously uh, realized that, that growing it from the bottom to the top is how you make a great a great program, and that's something that the dads really wanted to do, and we ran it through with Brandon right there. And then, uh, and like you mentioned, us, us coaching the Little League is, it's very, very important. You know, we enjoy it. The kids enjoy it. But it's just one of those things, um, just about being being good people, being good role models. Those kids, whether whether you're the, the guy out there getting 25 and dunking it every night or you're the guy on the end of the bench just clapping, those kids look up to you one way or the other. And they see how you interact with people, see how you're acting on the basketball court. So it's good to get to give back to those guys. You know, you'll see them all the time and they'll, you'll say what up to them and it'll, it'll make their day. You know, you hear about it from people that they were so excited you talked to them or gave them a fist bump or anything like that. So um, just being able to coach them and kind of give them your point of view from basketball, um, coach them the way that you want to coach them, the way that you've been coached and the way that you kind of think in basketball goes a long way. Um, they listen to listen to guys like us a lot of times over, you know, just, just people that they might think is just, just some old dude out there telling them about basketball. You know, they, they watch us play the games. They, it makes them want to come out and watch us play. They come out and enjoy it. But like I said, the main thing is just being out there, being with those guys, and spending some time with them, giving back to the community who comes out and gives us so much support all the time, no matter where we're at, um, and just kind, of, just kind of being good people, being good guys, um, and spending our time doing the right thing, spending it with those little guys who are trying to learn about basketball. Because um, whenever your time to end playing basketball is, you want some good people to watch and, and some good people in your community, and that's what it's about, just going out there and being good role models for those little kids. Absolutely, and, and, and you are correct in that. Uh, they do look up to you guys, and, and you could see it. Uh, you know, of course, I come down a couple times and seen you guys, and uh, one of the things that I got tickled with was kind of the uh, the friendly competition that y'all had going on as the coaches, too. You know, uh, y'all are out there, you know, you're, you're, you're teaching your kids, and you're showing them, hey, this is how I do it. This is how we do it. And, you know, everybody is still helping everybody. You know, it didn't matter whose team it was. You know, you had the other, uh, you had the other players that were sharing with 
the kids you were coaching and and likewise you sharing with them and it really was something special to see and i hope that uh that there are people listening to this that take that under advisement this is how you build a good program you build it from the bottom up yes sir for sure for sure now speaking of building from the bottom up you have played basketball most of your life and um as at the top of the show mentioned you know score extraordinaire you know you have now become royalty in the state of Kentucky as a prolific scorer. You set number two all time. I believe I looked at it last night. It was 669 points behind King Kelly Coleman. And this is something that we have watched just move up. And last week... You leapfrogged the top five, and that'll be in the uh, the West Kentucky News tomorrow. Uh, you know, uh, front page. I, I mentioned that. Talk about what you have done to personally to make it where you score that many points. How much practice do you put in? How many shots a day are you putting up? What do you do to better yourself? I mean, you know, it, it, it's been a process. It's been a ground for sure, and it's still continuing. Um, it's not it's not been something that happened just because of the, the shots I put up this year, last year, or the year before that, or the year before that. This has been since since second grade, first grade, probably even before that, since I could basically dribble basketball. I've been dribbling up and down my driveway, dribbling in my house. I had a goal in my room at my house uh, before we moved to Lyon County that I would shoot on all the time. Um, and that, it, that's what it's about, just going out there and, and loving the game. And um, one of the main things for me is I, I still love the game as much as I did then. You know, a lot of people staying it this long and they kind of fall out of love with it, get burnt out with it. But I have it, and I don't, I don't think I ever will. And that's something that's important, having to love the game, to play hard every game. Um, and that, it, it just comes along with the win. And, uh, but, but like you said, you know, it's a lot of shots. Getting up in the morning when you don't want to, getting shots up. Staying after practice when you, you might be tired, getting shots up. Coming in before games, getting shots up. Um, staying after games, getting shots up. You know, there were a lot of games last year that, that I didn't – We even if we win, I still didn't feel like I shot well. So I went home, got some shots up, uh, stayed up, made 200 threes after. Just, just getting lots of shots up, and that's what it's about, getting lots of time in. Um, you know, it, it's, it's not a job, but it's like a job. It feels like a job. You have to – you, you get out what you put in, and that's what it's about. And But not only that, it, it's about having a lot of great people playing with you. You know, Jack and Brady have did the same thing their whole life, and uh, that, that works out for you. You know, it helps me because of how good they are. It helps them because of how we play off of each other, you know. So it, it, it's just a, a whole process. And, uh, you know, having Dad be my coach through all of it has been awesome. Uh, he, he's always there to drive me to the gym. He's always been driving us to the gym since the beginning. We've, we've probably traveled to about every state in America playing basketball together. And uh, that's, that's just what it takes, and that's what it's about. And that's, honestly, that's more important than the, than the points, than whatever, just the, the relationships we built and the bonds that we have just because of it, honestly. But like you said, it, it's a lot of time and a lot of love that goes into it for that to happen. Now, of course, you're a senior and, and one of the leaders of the Lions, 
What are you saying to these, uh, to the kids that are in middle school, the kids that are in Little League? What are you saying to them uh, about work ethic and what they need to do to help improve their game? Uh, you know, basically the same thing. Like I said, you've got to you've got to work at it. You've got to love it. Um, you've got to be in all the time. Be and one of the main things is just going in and get, actually getting some out of your workouts, not just going in and just just working out to say you're working out or whatever. Actually getting something out of it, and that's and that's one of the main things that I tell people all the time. It doesn't matter how many shots you put up. You've got to got to be making the shots. Got to be getting some out of them. Shooting the same way every time. Um, doing the right stuff. But yeah, we've we've got some some middle schoolers that've been coming up to practice lately. Jack's brother came up, and obviously it's an adjustment. He he struggled the first few days, but you got to be that guy to go over and tell him to keep his head up. Um, you're you're a seventh grader. You're still growing in the game, and that that's one of the main things is that I, that I tell him honestly is next shot. You know, we on our high school team. You don't get taken out for for shooting a bad shot, shooting a airball in a wide open. But you don't get taken out for that. You you play hard shoot at the next play, and that's what it's all about, next play, um, and, and being the best teammate possible. That's, that's one of the main things that we try to focus on is having fun and being the best teammate possible. There you go. So uh, your thoughts on um, King Kelly Coleman. I mean, this Travis, this is a record that is almost 70 years old. And I can remember whenever I was in school, Back in the Stone Age, of course, I'm not quite. Uh, I'm not quite as old as what uh, King Kelly Coleman would be. Uh, uh-huh. it, it, you know, God rest his soul. But and, and and nor do I even remember him as a player. I'm not that old. But <laughs> the thing is, I can remember in the '80s, we all knew who he was because he was a legend. You know. Um, Nobody was even close. And, I mean, I'm talking, you know, seeing some really, really good basketball players. Uh, you know, Keith Matchin from, uh, you know, one of your coaches there at Lyon County. Uh, Michael Fralix from up at Caldwell County. Uh, you know, Travis Ford from over in Madisonville. Uh, Rex Chapman from Apollo. I mean, you know, we had a lot of really good players. Richie Farmer, you know, that was playing about the same time I was coming through school. And... Nobody was even on the level of Kelly Coleman until now. So I know that I know that people have uh, bothered you with that, and I know that you, I've, I've heard you say, you know, I, I'm not really so much worried about that, but just your thoughts on it because I mean it is huge, and you know, regardless of being worried about it, what what do you what is the weight of this? Um, you know, honestly, <laughs> at, at my age, at my realization, I'm probably not even sure what the weight of it is. I'm just going out there, having fun, playing basketball with, with my buddies, and that that's what it is for me, going out there, competing against some of the best players in the state, um, and just, just having fun playing the game that I've grown up loving. Uh, but, you know, the one word that I use to describe it is blessing and, and just being grateful for it. Um, it doesn't just come, like I say, because of me. It happened because of a lot of reasons. You know, there have been a lot of great players that haven't been able to achieve it, um, and that's that's just just because of a situation, you know. And I'm in a good situation. I've had great teammates throughout my years. Starting with Gabe Board in seventh grade, you know, he was the he was the top dog there for a while, and and I come in and he he takes me under his wing. You know, he could have kind of brushed me off, um, and and been kind of a bully to me, but no, he took me under his wing, and he's still still one of my best friends. There always. Uh, Text me after 
or will hit me up after a game or will will come to our game and come to the locker room and, and chop it up with me after. You know, he's he's still that guy, and that's what it takes to kind of have something like this happen. And that's the guy that I hope to be is the guy that's there for the younger guys and brings them up. But, but like I said, it, it, it's not about the points for me. You know, it's it's obviously it's, it's a lot of talk. People talk about it all the time. I see it all over my Twitter, and I and I appreciate that that very much. All the people talking about it and uh, and and making a deal out of it. But, but you know, for me, it, it, it's it's uh, a good opportunity to to, to stay humble, uh, keep working at it, and uh, just just try and be like I said, the best teammate possible. It's nobody want nobody wants to be remembered as that guy who who broke the scoring record or whatever, but was a prick to everybody. And that's that's not what it's about. It's about being. Being a good person and, and basketball, basketball comes second with it and being a good teammate and having a lot of great teammates and coaches is what it comes from. And that right there is exactly why I enjoy talking to you because, number one, you're honest. But number two, the humility at which you play this game is incredible. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the, uh, on, uh, here on the, uh, the show with me. I have said this to a lot of people, and, you know, I enjoy watching you play because, you know, you pick up your teammates. I, I have even seen you encourage players from other teams after the game was over. You know, hey, keep your head up, you know. And that is an amazing thing. Um, and that's going to take you a long way of, in life. Now, and of course, that segues me into the next uh, the next uh, topic here, real quick. Um, I know you have a ton of college offers, and I know that you have not made a choice. And I'm not asking you to make a choice today, <laughs> but uh, and I'm not even going to. Well, yeah, I'm going to ask you. Of all these offers that you have, who do, who do you really like? And, I mean, uh, which of these coaches that you're talking to at the college level are kind of getting in your head and, and, and making you think, hey, you know, that might be the place for me? Um, your thoughts on some of these coaches and some of the offers that you had and anybody that, uh, that you've been expecting one from that you haven't gotten yet? Uh, you know, I, I'll say it again. I'm I'm very blessed to be in the position I am. I've had a lot of great opportunities to play in front of, in front of these coaches, and um, was was lucky and grateful to perform well in front of them. And you know, it's it's really fun. It's not not something everybody gets to experience. It's something I only experienced once in my lifetime. Um, getting to go through and and meet these coaches, build relationships with them, learn about their programs, follow them, visit them, and uh, learn more about the game of basketball from them. But, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of programs in my ear a lot that talk to me. You know, I've got tons of people, tons of coaches that text me every day, call me every day, uh, say, what's up, come down to visit us, come to our games. They've been at practices all summer and stuff like that. So it's, it's really fun, you know, not just for me, but for the community, for my teammates, for, for my dad, for our coaches, my grandparents. It's fun for everybody, you know. Fun for my little brother Parker. He loves it. Getting to talk to all the coaches, that's one of the – one of the main guys that loves it, but but yeah, there's there's a lot of schools that are I feel like are prioritizing me, uh, kind of showing me how I can fit in their system, and um, I've I've been on a three or I've been on a couple of official visits to uh, a few schools and just enjoyed those. But at this point, I'm I'm trying to get to some games, see the game day environment, see how it fit into their system, see the type of system they play because that's that's important at the college level to fit in, 
um, and just see where I feel like I could make a, an impact um, and be not only help myself but help the team because it's, it's, it's about going both ways. Have a coach that I trust, and uh, that's, that's something that's important to me. Have a coach that I trust, and uh, it's, it's about the fit for me, you know, where, where I feel like I'll fit in well. Um, and can make the biggest and best impact for myself and the school. So there's there's a lot of schools that have given me great opportunities, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to continue ex- exploring those and, and learning more about each school. Now, speaking of, uh, of college offers, this weekend you guys have a huge game coming up. And this is I, I saw this on Twitter today and people are really talking about it. And by the time it gets by the time the game gets here, it'll be trending worldwide. You know you know this, right? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. But you guys are traveling to play is it North Laurel? Is y'all who y'all are playing? Yes, sir. Okay. And that team has one Reed Shepherd. Your thoughts on that game? Because, I mean, that's going to be a game that folks are going to want to watch. And if they can't watch it, they're going to want to listen to it. So talk about that game a little bit and, uh, and your counterpart that you'll be facing this week on the other team. Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's obviously a, it's a big game and it's, uh, something we've been looking forward to for a while you know it's a great opportunity to go up and uh have have a lot of fun there should be everybody that i've talked to says they're going so it should be a, a great crowd a lot of a lot of people there and that's something uh that that i'm looking forward to myself and and my teammates getting to experience our coaches everybody get to be there um and have a have a great time playing in a big game against a great team and a great player you know reed is reed is an amazing player and one of the best to ever play it in high school in kentucky um you know he's he's uh, he impacts the game in so many ways. He can score it. One of the best passers. Uh, one of the best defenders. The best uh, off ball defenders. Best home ball defenders. He's he's a great player. He he touches the game in so many ways um, that he's he's uh, incredible on the court. And he's got a, he's got a lot of great um, great players on his team. So I'm I'm really looking forward to playing this game. And uh, we're excited to go up there and and have some fun and hopefully give give a great show up there and make a good showing for us and um, hopefully come back with a win. Now, what have you guys done this week without giving any secrets away? We don't want to do that. Uh, what have you guys done this week at practice to kind of prepare for this? Got a lot of shots up. I mean, that's, that's what we do. We, we shoot the ball. Um, we want, we want to get a ton of shots up, play fast and, uh, and that's that's the main thing. I feel like if we shoot the ball well, we can play with anybody in the state, and that's that's what we're hoping to do. Go up there. We played in that gym four times now, um, so hopefully the the fifth time will be the be the charm again, and we can go up there and shoot the ball well, and uh, just have a good game. You know, we've worked on tuning in our plays a little bit, worked on some stuff specific for them, obviously, um, but really we're we're not too. We're not too concerned in any game, really, about who our opponent is. We're we're concerned about ourselves. We're we're worried about focusing on what we can control. We can't control how they're going to play, but we can control how we're going to play, and that's what we're trying to do. Just go out there and not let it get in our heads too much. You know, um, people could say there's a lot of pressure on this game for for me, for our team, for all that stuff. But it, it's it's just uh, it's a privilege to be be able to have the opportunity to have so many people to want to watch us play. You know. Not not every team gets that, and we've got a lot of people that are going to be coming to this game and want to watch us play the game. 
And that's what Dad keeps telling us. These people are coming here to watch you, to watch this team play the game that we love to play. And that's that's a that's a huge blessing. That's what any any kid wants. So we're we're really excited about it, and uh, just just trying to stay focused on on what we can control. There you go, and, and of course now the folks down here want to see you guys play too. We ain't seen y'all in a month. <laughs> uh, y'all have uh, y'all have really traveled, of course, playing the King of the Bluegrass Tournament, then playing at uh, Lexington Catholic last week, and this week kind of took it easy and was well needed. I know that you guys canceled a game against Hopkinsville uh, on Monday night, and. Um, I know it's one of situation out of necessity more than anything else, but mm-hmm. yes, you guys are eventually going to come back to this area, and you know you've got you know a, a district to play. Uh, you've also got uh, a, you know uh, teams in the region to play and things like that. And look at of course the All A next week. I mean, you know that's another big thing coming up here. Um, and the first game of the All A. You guys have a team that I got to see for the first time last week, and that's a very uh, long and lean and fast University Heights Academy. Um, And that is a team that is out there trying to prove themselves, and they would like nothing more than to prove that by knocking off Lyon County. So your thoughts on this region and uh, teams like UHA, teams like – in your district, uh, Trigg County, Crittenden County, Livingston Central, uh, these guys that that you guys see twice a year and um, some of the other teams that you maybe only see once a year. Your thoughts on all that? Yeah, we've got a, we've got a great region this year. You know, there's a lot of teams that, that could uh, get hot down the stretch and, and win the region down the stretch. So we're, we're looking forward to getting to play some of those teams. Um, you know, we're going to, to Livingston tomorrow night. We play over there for our second matchup with them. I'm um, just hoping we're not too rusty after that little bit of break. Hoping we can go over there, shoot the ball well, play well, and, and uh, just have some fun over there. And then, um, then obviously, we got North Laurel. Then we have UHA and the All-A, and the All-A is something big for us. Uh, we're, we're really excited to go to go over there and play them. And, you know, they're going to be ready in, in their place. They're going to have a, it's a that small gym, always has a great environment for it. So we're really excited for that game. And I know they're going to be also. So, uh, yeah, I really just uh, just think we have a great region this year, a lot of great teams that, that play the game well and uh, just excited to get to compete against them and with them. And it should be, should be really fun. Hopefully we can, hopefully we can win, win a lot of games um, and just, just, uh, just play our game against those teams. Yeah, I, I tell you, I mean, uh, like I said, of course, you know, I'm always proud of Lyon County, uh, proud of all the teams in our region, you know, um, uh, for me, it's, you know, the love of the game, the love of the kids here and, and all that. And I mean, I really enjoy uh, seeing all you guys do what you love best. And I, of course, I'm looking forward to seeing Lyon County. I, I did make it to the end of one of y'all's games, but y'all had done, uh, got to a point where the starters weren't needed anymore. <laughs> so, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you guys were uh, you guys were riding the, pan, uh, the pines and uh, some of the uh, younger players were getting to play, which I love seeing that. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys. 
But uh, I know I've held you up here for a while. I said, oh, about 15, 20 minutes. I think we're going, well, we just hit 40 minutes. So, but, <laughs> Travis, I definitely appreciate you uh, joining in with us. And got anybody that you want to give a shout-out to? And you can give this out to anybody you want. Mm. I got to give a shout-out to, to my granddad, who always does our book, and my Uncle Stan, who always does our uh, our clock, and then uh, Mr. Brandon Shoulders. He, he always enjoys a good shout-out, so... So hopefully he sees this, put him, maybe tag him in it if you post it on, on Facebook or something like that so he hears this at the end. He's been in it for a long time. So those are those are, those are are a couple people I'd like to shout out. But, yeah, I thank you uh, very much for having me on. I've enjoyed it a lot. I always love getting to talk about basketball, getting to talk about our team and the, and the cool things we're getting to do. It's, it's, it's really fun to talk about and just kind of step back and enjoy. So thank you very much. Hey, not a problem at all, buddy. And we look forward to talking to you again throughout the season. Wish you the uh, best of luck tomorrow night at Livingston Central and, of course, up at North Laurel and through the All-A. So, um, you know, just keep doing what you do best, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. And I know that a lot of the other folks here in the area uh, do too. And, um, and for those who haven't seen Travis play, uh, this is an opportunity. He's still got another year after this one. So make sure that you get out and see him play because this is stuff that is doesn't happen every year. But um, Travis, again, thank you, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Good to talk to you. And there you have it, Travis Perry. As I said at the top of the show in the opening monologue, Travis is just a really good kid. And I think that you can hear in that interview, he's also a very humble kid. You have to admire someone who has accomplished the things that he has accomplished and is going to accomplish. But yet he keeps his head on his shoulders. As I said, you don't see this these days. You don't see a lot of players who go out there and they're all about the team. But Travis is one of those kids. And I really admire that in him. And his teammates uh, admire him. And the kids at the school and the kids around the area, they look up to him because they see this special player. And, you know, it's not every team who gets a special player. Lyon County has one right now. This is something here we may never see again. We may see it in five years. You never know. You never know when that special kid with talent, with work ethic, you never know when that kid's coming along. You hope that it's every year, but it doesn't work like that. Again, I hope that you enjoyed listening to Travis as much as I enjoyed the interview. I do enjoy interviewing him. Uh, In fact, I'll tell this story real quick. When I first started covering sports here in Western Kentucky, he and Gunnar Bingham was the first two kids that I ever interviewed. And I'm going to tell you, I, uh, I think if it would have been anybody else, I don't know that I would have kept doing this. I mean, they made me comfortable and I was able to have a good time talking to them and asking them questions. And they answered something that that I'll say to you. And I know you heard this in the uh, interview. So polite. Again, that goes back to a good upbringing, having good parents, good grandparents, and I tell you, the Perry family is top notch. I, I enjoy talking to them. And I'm really glad 
that we've been able to share in this and see Travis's career through high school. He's still got the rest of this year and next year, and I can't wait to see what unfolds for this guy. And I really wish him all the best. And I know we will have him back on here again. So be sure that you always listen to these. And I mean, we may just have an interview with him, you know, that's just a quick interview. And we may have him back on for a long interview like this again, because he is a really good kid to talk to and a lot of fun. And you can learn a lot. And I recommend if you have a kid who has an interest in growing up to play basketball, have them listen to this podcast. Let them listen to Travis's words because this is a kid who's lived it. He has grown up doing this since he was wee, wee little, and he is one of the best in the state of Kentucky right now. So again, thank you for listening and being a part of these podcasts and allowing us to come into your lives just for a little bit. This is Tom Ward for the West Kentucky Sports Network.